Coming to you from Annapolis, Maryland, home of the U.S. Naval Academy, the sailing capital of the world, home of the world's largest crab feast, and four signers of the Declaration of Independence. This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, a daily roundup of local news that you can use, including local sports, local events, local opinion, and local weather from DMV Weather. Now here's your host, publisher of Eye on Annapolis, John Frenet. Good morning. It is Wednesday, May 30th, 2018. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Some very sad news out of Ellicott City. We talked about the flooding yesterday, and we also talked about a missing Maryland National Guardsman, Sergeant Edison Hermond of Severn, Maryland. According to Kate Bowman, who was a local shop owner, she said that Hermond had tried to rescue her, and she told the Baltimore Sun that he stepped over the ledge to try to get me and was washed away. His body was found yesterday in the Patapsco River, according to the Howard County Police, and he had drifted down to Catonsville along River Road, which was about a quarter mile from Frederick Road in the scene. Maryland Comptroller Peter Francho is also giving businesses a little bit of a break in Ellicott City after the devastating flood. He said that businesses in Ellicott City area will receive a six-month extension for any Howard County business tax returns that are due. The tax extension does include sales and use tax, withholding tax, admissions and amusement taxes as well. And in a statement, Francho said, during this time of terrible loss, this is one thing we can do to ease the burden on business owners who are just beginning to assess the damage and consider their next steps. Phil Davis from the Capitol had an article about Brian Hausman. Brian Hausman is a former detective with the Anne Arundel County Police Department, and earlier this year he was charged with soliciting prostitutes while on the job. He had his trial, and he was sentenced to five years of probation on Monday after pleading guilty to two charges of misconduct in office. Hausman was a veteran of the Anne Arundel County Police Department for more than a decade. Circuit Court Judge Glenn Clavins sentenced him initially to two three-year sentences. However, he agreed to fully suspend the incarceration as long as he serves his probation and resigns from the Anne Arundel County Police Department. Additionally, he must not apply to become a law enforcement officer anywhere during the length of his sentence. Part of his defense, Hausman's attorney, John Robinson, said that the detective was struggling with opioid addiction and, quote, lost the career he loved, which begs the question, if our officers are arresting those that are on drugs and dealing drugs, why aren't they themselves being tested for drugs? In the What Comes Around Goes Around file, the Virginian pilot has been sold to Trunk. And that may not mean much to everybody, but follow this if you will. Our own capital newspaper was purchased by the Baltimore Sun several years ago. The Baltimore Sun was subsequently purchased by the Tribune Media Company, which subsequently changed its names to Trunk. Trunk owns the Capitol, the Baltimore Sun, the Chicago Tribune, New York Daily News, South Florida Sun Sentinel, Orlando Sentinel, the Hartford Current, the Morning Call, and the Daily Press in Newport News, Virginia. Trunk purchased the Virginian Pilot for $34 million from Landmark Media Enterprises, which was the former owner of the Capitol newspaper. For those that have been around for a while, will remember that Pat Richardson was the publisher for the Capitol newspaper under the Landmark ownership, and when it was sold to the Baltimore Sun, she had moved down to the Virginian Pilot, taking with her the Capitol's editor-in-chief, Steve Gunn, who is the editor-in-chief of the Virginian Pilot, along with reporters Elizabeth Hewlett, Alicia Sowers, Eric Hartley, and Scott Doherty. So as they said in The Lion King, this is nothing but the circle of life. 
from the Who Gives a Damn, and I could have told you how this would end file. ABC has canceled the reboot of Roseanne after she tweeted out that former Obama advisor Valerie Jarrett was the product of the Muslim Brotherhood and the Planet of the Apes. That's about it for the top news stories today. Please check in on ionanapolis.net for all of the news throughout the day. We do update it consistently. And also, here's a heads up for a Thursday podcast interview on the Maryland Crabs podcast. Former county executive, current candidate for office, John Leopold, is giving his very first media interview to us. We sat down with him for about an hour, and we've got quite a bit of insight into the man that was the county executive and hopes to be a delegate again come November. You can go to Apple Podcasts, find it, look for the Maryland Crabs podcast, subscribe so you don't miss it, or you can go to themarylandcrabs.com and check it out when it releases sometime on Thursday. Make sure you stick around to the end of this podcast because I've got one of my opinions on Ellicott City. As always, we have George Young with DMV Weather coming up here with your local somewhat soggy weather forecast, and he's here right after Sean O'Neill with RBC Wealth Management. I'm Sean O'Neill, your local RBC Wealth Management Advisor. When you choose to work with me, you'll have access to a worldwide network of financial products and services only available from a leading global institution. RBC's international reputation for physical strength and stability, world-class capabilities, and corporate values is unique in the financial services industry. I also recognize the importance of reinvesting in the communities in which we live and work, and I'm committed to serving my clients by building long-term relationships based on trust, integrity, and confidence. I look forward to helping you with your wealth management needs. Call me, Sean O'Neill, today at 410-573-6723 for a complimentary consultation. RBC Wealth Management, a division of RBC Capital Markets, LLC. Member NYSE, FINRA, and CIPIC. This is Maryland. The weather can be nearly unpredictable. We've got George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis to sort it all out. Hey, everyone. This is George with DMV Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Wednesday, May the 30th. Two things to take away from today's forecast. One, the forecast today into Sunday contains a daily likelihood of rain. And two, it is our take that conditions later today into the overnight and morning hours of Thursday will be very conducive to very heavy localized showers and thunderstorms with the potential for slow-moving torrential downpours capable of producing localized flash flooding wherever they may occur. Why? Because for the third time in just a few weeks, we will have a cold front dropping down from the north into a fairly warm, humid, and unstable air mass overhead, and the collision of the two is a recipe for weather trouble, just like we saw this past Sunday and much like we saw a few Saturdays ago. As a result, get the umbrellas ready for yet more extended action over the next several days and start to plan for potential disruptions to travel and outdoor schedules as the skies remain unsettled as the boundary line between cool and warm air moves back and forth over the area in the skies above. Okay, that's it for us today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Be sure to follow us every day on our website at dmvweather.com and on Facebook and Twitter, as well as on our app, which you can download for free by searching for DCMDVA Weather in the Apple App Store and Google Play Store. And be sure to make it a great day ahead regardless of how much more rain falls from the sky. And always remember, whatever the weather outside, have fun and be safe. 
Tis the season, prom season, school dances, after parties, barbecues, and weekends down the ocean. An exciting time for teens. The most recent Maryland Safe and Supportive School Survey shows that three-quarters of Annapolis high school students said it was fairly or very easy for students in their grade to get alcohol. Underage drinking and binge drinking is very real Annapolis. If you give them access to alcohol, you're not cool, but you are liable for the outcome. Create a safe environment for your teens and their friends this prom season. If they need to talk, listen. If you need to talk, we'll listen. We're here for you and your children. We're ASAP, Annapolis Substance Abuse Prevention. ASAP facilitates healthy community change, prevents and reduces binge drinking, underage drinking, and alcohol-related auto crashes among youth and young adults through locally-led collaborations and evidence-based prevention strategies. Visit us at PreventSubstanceAbuse.org. This message is supported by SAMHSA and the Maryland Behavioral Health Administration. They say opinions are like... Here we are with a dose of opinion for you. Is Ellicott City dead? As I watched the floodwaters ravage one of my favorite towns in Maryland once again on Sunday, that question kept popping into my head. And sadly, I think it may be true. How much punishment can one person, one family, one business, one town take? In 2016, a, quote, thousand-year flood tore through town after a microburst of rain rushed down Main Street into the Patapsco River. Two people lost their lives, and dozens of homes and businesses were destroyed. They vowed to rebuild, and they did. Many of my old favorite stores slowly began to reopen. There were fundraisers and festivals. And after about a year or more of rebuilding, it looked like Ellicott City was getting back to normal. And then, May 27, 2018. Essentially a repeat of 2016. A microburst dumped more rain in two hours than the area typically receives in two months. Let that sink in for a minute. Uptown, for lack of a better description, could not handle it, and geography and geology took its course. Ellicott City is wedged between a lot of rock that acted as an aqueduct for the rain as it flowed to the already swollen Patapsco River. When a rising river and a raging runoff meet, there's disaster. Buildings, cars, businesses, and lives are destroyed. Yesterday afternoon, authorities found the missing National Guardsmen from Severn in the Patapsco River, and the flood of May 27th has already claimed its first life. In 2016, insurance, I'm sure, helped a lot. People were able to replace their stuff. Businesses were sometimes able to temporarily relocate and ultimately reopen. Some new businesses even opened in the town. And quite likely, insurance will play a major role in 2018 as well. But the question is, will they the next time? By their very nature, small businesses are not, quote, big business. They operate on a shoestring. And if you think that living on minimum wage is stressful, try owning your own small business. Back in 2001, I owned several travel agencies that took a severe hit from 9-11. To pay my employees, I forwent a paycheck for nearly a year. Owning a business is tough. Owning a business is expensive. Will the insurance companies be willing to insure a business in Ellicott City in 2018 and beyond? At what price? Will they offer renters or homeowners insurance? That's anyone's guess. Sure, there's federally available flood insurance, but what will the premiums be? Will a small business be able to take on an additional premium? And what about the cost of the supplemental premiums for the stuff that's not covered? I can't imagine what the cost might be. Can the local server at your local favorite restaurant afford to have the rent on the one-bedroom apartment increase from $800 a month to $1,700 a month or more? If renters, homeowners, and business owners are unable to absorb this, what becomes of Ellicott City? 
Flooding can happen anywhere, but when geography and geology is not in your corner, the odds seem to be stacked against you. I hope that Ellicott City can recover once again, and I encourage you to help out if you can. For that, head on over to helpellicottcity.com. Time will tell, and if there ever was a cause that was needing of thoughts and prayers, this is it. Stay strong, Ellicott City. We're pulling for you. Thanks for listening to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief. If you like what you heard, make sure to tell your friends and colleagues about it. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find much more. Be sure to check out our other weekly podcast, The Maryland Crabs. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.